Lord. <laughs> All right, guys. We live. We live. Welcome, welcome to, to Truly Grace. Uh, it's an honor to be here tonight, uh, sharing it with my brothers and sisters. We have some, uh, y'all missed it live. We had some wonderful joke telling by yours truly. Y'all just have to believe me when I tell you that. Um, thanks for tuning in and, and joining us and all you that are here live with us at 8735 Highway 613 Moss Point, Mississippi. And those that are going to watch us on WGUD on Thursday at 7 p.m., listen to us on the radio at 96.9 FM and 1580 AM Sunday morning at 8 AM. Sunday mornings at 8 AM. You guys, look, it's the it's one of the band members coming in fashionably late. We have sound effects. That's new. When y'all, he was on the East Coast time. <laughs> You'd have been early, huh? It's East Coast time. Look, we appreciate again. We appreciate y'all coming out. Don't forget our uh, children's check in and check out. Don't let children keep you from coming. Uh, if if you're watching live and you see us on television, come out and join us on Friday nights at 6.30. Come fellowship with us. Come eat at about 5.30. Uh, starts at 6.30. You guys, make sure you go to our webpage, trulygrace.org. Y'all go there and get on the page. Get involved. Get connected. Get somewhere and serve. There's a place on there where you can you can volunteer your time, your, your talents. That's what this is, right? we got these musicians up here tonight going to, Praise the Lord with, with their talents. I was not blessed with those type of talents. Amen. I heard far back right. Neither joke telling either. But I told these people on Facebook I was a good joke teller. They probably didn't hear you, but they just heard me. Truly Grace Clothing Closet. Um, we are in need of uh, a need. Is it four toddler? We're in need of some children's clothes. Look at that. Four, man, jeez. Let me just get out of the way. Boy sizes, four to five T and eight. This is a good thing, ladies and gentlemen. Y'all be a part of it, right? We're we taking care of, of, of people that need, right? That's, we're, we're filling needs. Okay. Good stuff. Good stuff. Also, don't forget that uh, Truly Grace is self-funded, so the food you eat, the power, the, uh, the construction that goes on, and those of you that haven't been here in a while have noticed some difference, some changes. Some of you that have been here a long, long time ago noticed a difference between here or there, uh, and we're growing and growing and growing, so we are set up as a nonprofit, so anything that you can donate monetarily or even your time would be greatly appreciated. We have a work day coming up, uh, February the 22nd. Always says 9 a.m. Amen, 9 a.m. Y'all get here at 9 a.m. That, that morning. But we usually do, the work days are real productive. It's, it's a good day. It's a good fellowship. We usually find something to eat. We usually kill a squirrel or something outside and put it on a, oh, that's not what we do. We have something to eat, plenty, plenty of water and Cokes and sodas and Somebody has a secret stash of Mountain Dew somewhere in here. Mm-hmm. That's all right. So, without further ado, I was told the name of the band three times. Letter to the King. Letter to the King. 
let's give letter to the king a large, truly grace, warm welcome. out here. I need you to put your hands together. Like this. Here we go.
takes us how we are, right? Now, we don't have to change how we are. We don't have to get cleaned up before we come to Jesus. But he prefers us to come dirty to him, just as we are. And God's word tells us that he didn't come for the, for the clean. He came to be a hospital for the broken. He came to, to heal us. And even small things like me showing up late and small things tonight, like I'm, we're, we're imperfect. None of us are perfect. No matter how hard we try, these guys have so much grace, but just imagine the person who's, who's most gracious to you. Nothing in comparison to the grace that God has for us. And so we're going to sing this song. We're actually not going to sing. We're just going to worship. We're going to continue in this atmosphere of worship. And it just talks about how we are chosen by God. We are called by his name. And we are who he says who we are. Not what society tells us, not what social media tells us, not what your friends or your family or anybody else tells us, but what God says is the truth about who we are. So if there's anyone here tonight that maybe you feel like you've let some people down or maybe you've made some mistakes, it's okay because God made you perfectly the way you are, and he made us to be in fellowship with him. So we're going we're gonna to sing this song. We're going to worship and I just want you to be encouraged tonight that no matter what anybody has said about you or called you or if they have labeled you anything in the past, that you are who God says you are. And you are chosen and you are redeemed and you are bought by the blood of Jesus. So we're going to worship. I'm just going to pray real quick. Lord, we love you tonight. God, we know that you're here in this room, Lord, that your word tells us that where two or more gathered, that you will be there also. But Lord, we know right now there's almost 100 people in this room packed just shouting your praise, God, so the whole city of Moss Point can hear. And we just, we lift up the name of Jesus tonight, God. We lay down any insecurities, any mistakes, any guilt, any depression, anxiety, everything, God. We lay at your feet this evening, God. And we lift up the name of Jesus, the only name that is worthy of all of our praise. So, Lord, I pray that we lay down distractions, that we lay down any hindrances that may keep us from your presence tonight, God. And we just thank you that you have called us by name, and that you have chosen us. Lord, in this in your name we pray.
Amen. Letter to the king, everybody. Letter to the king, everybody. Praise God. That was amazing, guys. Thank y'all. Thank y'all for sharing with us tonight. Y'all's blessings. It was a true blessing to hear you guys sing tonight. You guys can go find a seat if you'd like. It's gonna, there's no need standing up here and being real close to my head. You're on TV, or you can stay up here, but you got to smile the whole time. You got to smile the whole time. See the joy of the Lord. Amen. So, um, God, that was amazing. We appreciate y'all. really do. Another round of applause. Applause. Will you put your hands together real loud and clap? Amen. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. A letter to the king. You guys uh, on television and on Facebook, y'all look them up. Support them where, they, where you see them playing. We're going to try, the Truly Grace is going to try to put together a, a, a venue, maybe September. That's uh, what we're thinking about, trying to get some bands together and uh, just have a good old worship. Does that sound good to everybody? This was nice tonight. I'm not going to lie to you. I was a little worried about being in here with all the people and, and the sound, but it really did sound good. You guys did a great job. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. With that being said, let's, let's go to the Lord in prayer real quick before we, uh, before we get into his word. Lord, thank you for the blessings, God. Thank you for the opportunity to come here, Lord, and fellowship, Lord. But most of all, thank you for the opportunity to worship you, our Lord and our Savior, God. Thank you for the, the blessings that you give us, God. Thank you for the talents that you, that you bestow on us, Lord, to further your kingdom here on earth. God, we bless this message, Lord. Bless me, use me tonight, God. Let your word be heard here tonight. Let it penetrate our ears, our hearts, and that we may take it out into the world. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. So last week we talked, uh, uh, started a series called Steps, and uh, it didn't go quite like I had anticipated, but that's usually what the Holy Spirit does when you just turn loose, amen? Just get out of the way and let God. So that's what happened, and he had his way last week. Uh, so we talked about a little bit, that you, if you watched, you saw me playing tennis up here. I was over here a little bit, and I was over here a little bit. I'm going to try to stay a little centered tonight, but I'm not making any promises. Um, I'm going to start out with the scripture we started out with last week. Um, it's from Joshua, chapter 24, verses 14 through 15. It says, Now fear the Lord and serve him with all faithfulness. Throw away the gods your ancestors worshipped beyond the Euphrates River and in Egypt and serve the Lord. But if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, then choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve, whether the gods of your ancestors serve beyond the Euphrates or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you are living. But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. So last week we talked about that, and we talked about living over here in sin, which was to my right, and then in the blessings of the Lord over here to our left, his grace and mercies. We talked about the hustle and the bustle that you had to do over here in sin to keep in sin. It may seem easy when you're in it, but it really kind of seems easy when you're over here in the grace and mercies of the Lord too. It's just different lifestyles. So what we have to do is like Joshua did, he made a choice. 
and we talked, and I talked last week. I said when I started out, I was going to talk about things that I had done, and uh, and I didn't say nothing I had done, not one thing that I'd say that Bryce had done bad. And that's why I say it's uh, it was the Holy Spirit, because I talked about a young lady named Valerie. Valerie, you want to come up here? She is real for you guys on Facebook and WGUD and listening to us on the radio. Lucky for you guys on the radio, I have a beautiful radio face. <laughs> Valerie, I did not know, talking about you last week, that it was actually your one-year anniversary to the day, just about, to the day that you made that, ch- that choice. Yep, that step. That step. Made that step. Huh? I said 365 days. 365 days today. So that's God, right? I had no idea. I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't make the step. The Lord ordered my steps. I just obeyed. Oh. It wasn't easy. Mm-hmm. It wasn't easy. All of y'all know, because the one sitting in the house has made a step. They're here. But y'all out there in TV land and on Facebook, get up. Get up. Make a step. Look at that smile. That's real. <laughs> that's God right there. Yeah. Huh? Amen. Valerie, thank you for coming up. Thank you for sharing with us. Um, I, I'm blessed to, to, to be a part of this, to, to see Valerie welcome everybody in all the time. Uh, she is a true blessing. Uh, she will get on you if you don't sign in. Yeah, so if y'all didn't sign in, on your way out, the book's over there. <laughs> sign in, sign in. All right, that's it. Go sit down. I don't like nobody better looking than me up here. Which, if anybody came up here, we better look at me. So, with that being said, Valerie, you know, she, she made a choice. She said the Lord actually made the choice for her. But even in our sin, when we're living in sin, we really still have a choice to make. The Lord, the Holy Spirit pulls on us and tries to direct our paths. But the more sin we have in our lives, the less that spark or spark in, in our soul, the Holy Spirit, we're in tune with. Amen? But praise God, Valerie made a choice to obey and be obedient to the Holy Spirit. And, and in that time, we talked about her turning around and isolating herself, turning her back on a bunch of friends she knew, probably isolate herself or some of her family members. You know, there, there's, there's really a, a price to pay Amen. There's a price to pay to serve the Lord. There's a price to pay to serve the Lord. But there's a greater price to pay to live in sin. Amen. Amen. A greater price to pay. If, if you'll give me a little time, I'll, I'll talk to you tonight about the price that we're going to pay, the steps that we take to serve the Lord. <clears throat> I'm going to talk real quick. I'm going I'm to read two two. two Two passages, one from uh, Luke chapter 12, 49 and 53. This is the Lord talking, and he's talking about he's not bringing peace, but division. I need you to pay attention to what we just said about the price that you pay to make the choice. Valerie turning her back on her friends, probably losing some family members, all right? I have come to bring fire on earth and how I wish it were already kindled. 
but I have a baptism to undergo, and what constraint I am under until it is completed. Do you think I came to bring peace on earth? No, I tell you, but division. From now on, there will be five in one family divided against each other, three against two and two against three. There will be divided father against son and son against father, mother against daughter and daughter against mother, mother-in-law against daughter-in-law and daughter-in-law against mother-in-law. So let that sink in on you a little bit. So God says in here, do you think I came to bring peace on earth? No. No, I tell you, I didn't. Why do you think that is? Because earth's not heaven. Earth's sin. You're not going to get peace with Jesus if you're in sin. You understand where I'm going? <clears throat> Luke chapter 14, 25 through 27. The cost of being a disciple. Large crowds were traveling, large crowds were traveling with Jesus and turning to them, he said, If anyone comes to me and does not hate father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, yes, even their own life, such a person cannot be my disciple. And whoever does not carry out their cross and follow me cannot be my disciple. So can I tell you there is a price to pay to follow Christ? From over here? You're going to lose some stuff. And it's going to seem hard. That's why it's easy to stay over here. It's easy to stay in your sin. It's easy to wallow in your, in your filth and continue hurting some of your family members. And shoot, some of your family members want to keep you here too. Some of your friends, they say your friends want to keep you over here in the filth. So you have to make a choice, Amen. Here's some things you're going to get. For the price that you pay to lose those things over here, here's some of the rewards you're going to get on this side. Peace. I said that loud. It echoed. Peace. You, you may have pleasure and fun over here that you think you have, but it's just momentarily. It doesn't last. It never does. All of you know, you've all been over here. It don't last. You, get, you, get, you, you lose your fix, you're looking for the next one. And in between them, it's bad. You mess your family up, it's over, it's bad. You know what I mean? It's temporary. You won't have peace with God. Peace. Suicide is rampant. Over here, people thinking in their mind, death, death will bring peace. That's over here. Death will bring peace. That's what you're thinking. I'm here to tell you, over here, there's a peace. Life, amen? Death, life. Over here, there's self-destruction. I've done it time and time again. Things are going good, and for whatever reason, I do something stupid. I self-destruct. Why? Because I'm just sinful. Sinful nature. Sinful heart. Not until you make that stand and start walking over here in the grace and mercies of God 
and, and, and communicating with God, having a relationship with God in prayer, in the Word, all that, all that's left behind. Everybody here, if you're not from the Gulf Coast area, raise your hand. So five people, six people in here, not from the Gulf Coast. Utah, you might not know nothing about this from Utah. Everybody's seen the television. So imagine peace as a hurricane. Not outside the hurricane, but in the eye. Everybody that's lived here knows the difference. And it is a dramatic, extreme difference from the eye wall into the hurricane. A matter of a block. It is completely peaceful. And then over there, it's chaos. 6,500 and something mile an hour winds, tornadoes, rain, building parts. It's just insane. But in the eye, it's a perfectly calm and peace. That's God's peace that he can give you. Amen? But what does a hurricane do? It doesn't sit still. It moves. So guess what happens if the hurricane's moving and God's moving and you don't move with him? What's going to happen to you? You're going to get caught back up in the storm, right? So you've got to make efforts in our walk with Christ. You've got to put forth some work. You've got to be obedient. You've got to be disciplined. You've got to get in your word. You've got to fellowship. You've got to listen to good music. You've got to surround yourself with good, good things. Amen? Not these good things, because these good things are gone. We've already made a choice. We're on the other side now, amen? And if you're not, you'll have an opportunity to get over there tonight. You'll have an opportunity to, to have the Lord be your Lord, God be your Lord and, and, and Savior. What you also get over here is joy, amen? Not the temporary joys, not the, not the selfish joys, not the what I can do for me joys. It's a different joy when you can do for somebody else. There's a different happiness about that. The smile you saw on Valerie's face up here, that's not possible over here, but only for a second. You can smile like that for a second over here, but you can't walk around like that all the time. You couldn't knock that off her face. You couldn't. You couldn't. Couldn't get rid of it. There's false joys everywhere. I knew a couple that they met one another and they were beautiful people, both of them. Beautiful people. They were fell in love instantly upon sight. They both stayed in the gym all the time in the mirror. They was in the gym in the mirror all the time, individually. And then when they passed one another, they would look at one another and thought how wonderful the other one looked until they passed the mirror and saw themselves, and they would look at themselves in the mirror, right? They got married, and it was probably about six weeks later they were getting a divorce. Why is that? Because they were selfish. They were self-centered. Amen? They thought they had joy. They thought what they saw would bring them joy. They were looking for joy in somebody. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, you're not going to find joy in a woman. 
in a man unless you got God. I promise you, it ain't going to happen. And not just you. You both going to have to have God. <laughs> so find you a godly woman or a godly man. I hear, I, hear, I hear my pastor say all the time, and I've heard other pastors say the same thing. Don't think you can go out in the world and grab somebody that doesn't know Jesus and convert them over and, and think that it's going to be wonderful. I'm not saying that's not possible because everything's possible through Jesus. But if you're over here living for God and your future wannabes over there living for self, until that person makes that choice and comes over here, that's a losing battle, brothers and sisters. That's just real talk. That's just real talk. It's easier to pull somebody down than it is to pull somebody up. Does that make sense? Marriage is failing everywhere. Divorces everywhere. Miserable over here because the, you do good for a while. You have a good time. You're living on high. Friends are everywhere. Party, 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 party. And when the music's over and the lights go out, you go home. And what happens? You're miserable. You're miserable. You live for the weekend or for the next fix. That's no life. That's no life. That's no life at all. And the hardest people to find real, real joy, and television land, this is going to hurt, is people that grew up in church. They got just enough religion to know the talk and to know the walk, but they don't have a relationship with God. That's some of the most miserable people you'll ever meet is somebody pretending to be a Christian. So if that... If that upsets you that you heard that, you might need to get on your knees and pray. I'm going to say that, that that's some of the most miserable people. And I'm going to explain it like this. How many of you have ever had a flu shot? Half of you, maybe. Well, when you get a flu shot, guess what that is? It's the flu. They give you the flu, a small, small dose of the flu. And what that does to your body, it builds your immune system to where you can't receive the fullness of the flu. So let that resonate with you. Pretend Christians. You've been inoculated with an injection and you're not going to get the fullness. Not until you surrender. You're not going to get the full joy that's possible until you totally surrender. Until you quit tiptoeing around, riding the fence, doing good on Sundays, Sunday nights, and then turn around and living like, you know, well, I can't say Friday nights, amen, because we here. We at Truly Grace on Friday. Where are you at? <clears throat> it's not easy. That's real talk. It's not easy. 
But real talk, it's not easy over there either. It's not easy over here. There's death over there. Over here, another thing you get is hope. You get hope. There is no hope over here. You hope you can get another good time. You hope you can find somebody that can satisfy you. You hope that you don't get caught. You hope that you don't get in trouble. Over here, it's a whole different hope. It's a story about a plane flying, slam full of passengers. One of the engine goes out. Everybody's, oh. A few minutes later, another engine goes out. Everybody's panicky. Pilot comes over the phone. Everybody settle down, settle down. We got this under control. Another engine goes out. It's, it's turmoil. Turmoil on the whole plane. Everybody's going crazy. The pilot comes out with a parachute on. Simmer down, simmer down. Don't nobody worry. I'm going for help. <laughs> That's hopeless. That's the world's hope. That's the world's hope, right? You're going to let you, yeah, that's just, see, I told you I was good at jokes. That wasn't mine. I thought it was good, though. You, you can't, you, you, and you can't hope over here for, for worldly things. That's what we do over here. And we're enticed by it over here. The world, what did Satan do to the Lord before he, was, before he went to the cross? He tempted him. With all the worldly things, all the worldly riches, everything you can see, everything your eyes see, I'll give to you. It's false. It's momentary. Would you rather be a billionaire today and then tomorrow, newsflash, you were caught embezzlement and you lost everything and went to prison? Or you were a billionaire today and then you was one of them knuckleheads that was on that plane where that pilot went for help. <laughs> and you can't take none of that with you. And you don't have a relationship with God. You don't have any hope. You don't have any peace. You don't have any joy. The only joy or hope you got is the hope that that, that pilot's telling the truth. That don't seem too right, though, does it? Mm-mm. <clears throat> We have hope in eternal life. We have hope that the things that we do over here out of obedience, out of discipline to grow the body of Christ, that that is our treasures in heaven. That's what we're laying up treasures in heaven for, right? That's our goal. Nobody, nobody here has promised Tomorrow, nobody here's promised anything. You may not make it home. We've had wrecks right there in the street, right, right, right outside of, of our meetings. It was a death, if I'm not mistaken. The young girl died just driving by. You're not promised. And you think you're rich and got it all good and you're living over here and, and you've got what the world says, your success well, you can't take it with you. And now it's gone. And now where are you going to be for eternity? You can take the best time 
you've ever, ever, ever had and multiply it by 10 billion. And that's heaven. You can take your worst time ever and multiply it times a billion. And that's hell. You need to make a choice, brothers and sisters, on television and Facebook. The choice is yours to make. The last thing that we gain by making that choice is a purpose. These musicians came up here tonight and ministered to us with their gifts because they were obedient. They have a purpose. I can't get down there and play that keyboard. I couldn't play the drums. I definitely can't sing. Guitar, bass. I can't do any of those things. But that's their purpose. And their purpose is to minister. And that's what they did here tonight. With all that they've been blessed with by the Lord. They use their talents. They use their purpose to minister to grow the kingdom. That's your purpose. You can't fulfill that over here. You can't because you can't even see it over here. You're blinded to your purpose over here in sin. You'll never know your full potential. The reason you're truly here until you make that choice and you walk in grace and mercy. You, you start a relationship. You start to have a relationship with the Lord. You get in your word. You do Bible studies. You call somebody and you talk about what you're reading, what God's saying to you, how he's moving on your heart. That's how you grow, brothers and sisters. You don't have to sit at home and read the Bible from front to back. That's not what our purpose is. Your purpose is not to be at home reading the Bible. Yes, you need to be home reading the Bible, but that's not your purpose. Your purpose is to win people, brothers and sisters, to the kingdom. That's your purpose. Each of us have a talent. Each of us was blessed with something unique to be able to do that. You'll never be able to fulfill that until you make the choice. As for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord and start walking, taking the steps, doing the things, praying. Prayer, you can't, you've got to have a prayer life. Amen? You've got to have a prayer life. You've got to be reading the word. You've got to be sharing what God's doing in your heart with others. Don't be intimidated or scared. You wasn't intimidated or scared over here to ask for some junk. Because you needed it. <laughs> Wasn't nothing shy about you at all over here. Amen? You'll have that same boldness over here. Will it come overnight? No, ma'am. No, sir. It will not. Just like you didn't roll out of bed and, and get this way overnight. It was small steps. It was choices. It was being disciplined to be stupid. Making bad choices all the time. It takes no more effort to make good choices all the time. It's just a different mindset. You have to make up your mind.
Where your mind goes, your heart goes. So fill your mind with good thoughts. Think of cheer. Think of love. Fellowship. Minister to one another. Help one another. Get involved with a Bible study. Come to Truly Grace. We've, we've started the... Uh, we started the men and women's group. We've moved to every Tuesday night. So now men and women meet every Tuesday night. Not together, separate, but every Tuesday night. From Tuesday forward, we'll meet every Tuesday night at 6.30 here for a Bible study. A men's group and a women's group. And that's because it was asked. That's because God's moving. That's because people are being obedient. They're being humble. They're being used. They want to be humble. They want to be used. You get involved with Christ-like-minded people. That's how you grow. That's how you develop your purpose. Amen? Come out and join us. I talked to Valerie a little bit after she told me that it was her, it was her anniversary. Blew my mind. She told me it was anniversary. And, and then she said that, you know, it wasn't easy coming to Truly Grace. And, 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 and I'll tell you, brothers and sisters, truly grace is about as laid back as it's going to get. Amen? She said she had to come here to get normal. So that tells you where she was. Amen? That tells you where she was. She was so far over here that just coming in a place and eating with a bunch of, you know, with, with other people was not normal to her at all. Completely not normal. Praise God for your obedience and your discipline. And now she ministers to people with a pen and a smile. And if that don't touch your heart coming in here and, hey, my name's Valerie. Have you signed in? <laughs> that touches my heart. And, you know, and, and, we, and, and, and it said in Luke that the Lord dis, didn't come to bring, bring peace, and he came, he came to bring division. That's true. When Valerie made that choice, there was a lot of division. There were some angry friends, maybe some angry relatives, some relatives that didn't understand why, didn't believe. This is temporary. Just give her a minute. Hmm? And probably almost turned her back on her. If you are a family member of Valerie, raise your hand. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> Eight people. Do you see that? Eight on, you can't see their hands on television. Eight people. They're here because of her. Because she made a choice. For me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And it starts... Amen. And brothers and sisters, that's how it starts. And she had to walk the walk. And it wasn't the first week she came to Truly Grace that they all showed up. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't the sixth month they all showed up. But they came. Valerie never stopped. Valerie knew what she had to do. Valerie knew this was death. And Valerie knew that this was life. Amen? 
So she persevered. And praise God, seven of her family members are in here tonight. That's amazing. Praise God. And that's right. She's bragging now, braggadocious. Okay, Valerie. No, that's good. She said there's even kids over there. So there's probably, there's probably double that then. There's probably 14. That's amazing. Look what God can do if you just be obedient. Not worried about what the world says. Not worried about what your family says. You guys in your kids in school, don't worry about the, your friends that you think you're friends. Make a choice. It's not too early. It's not too late to make a stand. Make a choice today. Make a stand today. Me and my house will serve the Lord. Amen. I can't. I can't. I can't express that enough to to be able to to gain some peace, some joy, some hope, and a purpose. To uh, if you're watching, tune in early next time to catch us on WGUD. Come out and visit us live uh, next Friday night. Come and see us Tuesday at 6.30 for a women's and men's group. It's an intimate time. I promise you, you'll get a lot out of it. Amen? Thank you all.